Welcome to the Making It Pod Course, a 30-day course for makers in business here on the Create and Thrive Podcast. I'm your teacher, Jess Van Den, and during the course, I'll be bringing you daily lessons on mindset, money, marketing, and business management to help you make it in the handmade business world. Every lesson is absolutely free here on the podcast, so make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. If you want regular updates and reminders via email, head on over to makingitpodcourse.com to register, and you'll also get weekly lesson summaries. If you're enjoying the course, please do share it with your Handmade Biz community in Facebook groups you're part of, at markets, and share it on your Instagram feed or stories. Please tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come on over and say hello. And the hashtag for the course is hashtag making it podcourse. If you want to take your learning to the next level, you can join me for the daily course conversation with hundreds of other makers in my private membership community for makers, the Thriver Circle. Head on over to thrivercircle.com to find out more about that. So you ready? Let's do this. Hey Thrivers, welcome to lesson nine of the Making It Pod course. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about money. It is our week of money, but more specifically about the money you charge for your work and why you must charge what your worth your work is worth. I've got a quote today from Suze Harris from Designer Woodwork by Suze. I think my biggest thing is accepting the price I charge for an item. I guess the underlying fear is that others will think it's overpriced. So that was in response to a question I asked uh, my my community about, you know, what are your biggest roadblocks around money? And I think this is something that almost every one of us has felt at one time or another, and that is the fear of charging too much for our work. We've all felt that stab of guilt (laughs) when you put a price on your work that you expect someone to pay you for it. And even worse, the the fear and the guilt that comes along when you raise your prices. And there's a lot of fraught feeling around raising your prices, even when it needs to be done. Now, pricing is an art as much as it is a science. So there are no 100% correct or right answers when it comes to pricing. But there are wrong answers. And the biggest wrong answer is underpricing to the point where you're not actually recouping your costs. So that's that's step one. You need to be make sure making sure that the prices you are charging literally at least cover the cost of your materials and your tools that is the base minimum and if you're not even doing that then you're in real trouble when it comes to a business anyway you know if you're not in this to make money then hey it doesn't really matter but if you are then that is the fundamental level that you cannot go below honestly as well you really need to be charging for some of your time even if perhaps at the beginning you can't charge for all of your time especially if you are still learning if you are still learning your craft And of course, in the beginning, as you're learning your business skills, you will be putting in more time than you are probably getting paid for. And that's pretty universally normal uh, because that will decrease over time. You know, the first few years are the hardest. The first year, especially when you are learning so much that 
it takes an enormous amount of time and the chances are that you're not going to be recouping uh, the cost of that time then by making sales but you would hope that down the track you will recoup that so you know the price you choose as a beginner it should change once you get more experience and once your business starts to grow don't get into the idea that the price you choose now has to stay the same forever that is not the case you need to choose a price that is reasonable for your level of skill for your the level of uh, recognition to a point that your business has and you perhaps and you know also as your business grows as your reputation grows as your experience with your craft grows you can raise the price and demand more money for your work because you become more and more skilled and that's just what happens in the world the higher your skill level the more money you can um, ask for your skills so there are a lot of (laughs) a lot of elements to this process you know you're going to see a lot of different formula out there and lots of different perspectives on how much you should be charging uh, what you should include in that and uh, I'm no exception I'm going to recommend a couple of things Uh, if you haven't already uh, I've got a couple of resources that'll help you actually do the math on that so uh, the biggest one is I have a workshop in the survivor circle called pricing with the head and heart and I actually take you through the nitty-gritty of this process taking you through the maths of it and then taking you through the more psychological elements of it but we're going to talk a little bit about that today as well now of course the price that you choose to put on your work does uh, is I should say impacted by your money story which we talked about yesterday if you haven't listened to that episode please make sure to go listen to that first because it your money story really strongly reflects on this and so does all the mindset stuff we talked about last week you know your self-confidence your self-worth how you feel about yourself will be reflected in your work how you feel about your work and your experience you know it's how we it's about how we connect um, our self-worth to our products and the price that we put on them now you know you need to start treating yourself like a professional if you are in this to run a business and run a proper business you need to realize that you're a professional maker you're not a hobbyist anymore so the things that apply to a hobby business do not apply in a lot of ways to you you can't just keep charging to basically cover costs you need to start charging to cover overheads and your time because unless you start doing that you can't stop doing other work that you earn money for in order to do this work um, you know and you need to start putting aside the guilt that you feel about asking for money for your effort and your time time is valuable i've talked about this before but in case you haven't heard it time is really what money is all about when somebody gives you money they're actually giving you a small slice of their life the seconds and minutes and hours they've lived because we all well most of us earn our money through our labor through the work that we do and that labor translates into money and that translates into goods that we can buy with that money so it's a very powerful exchange of life for life really so if you have put your life into something then someone should be giving you a slice of their life in return that is how commerce works and how trade works so 
you know, you deserve to be compensated for the, the little bit of life that you have put into creating that product. It's There's nothing wrong with that. You shouldn't feel guilty about that. You shouldn't feel like you're taking advantage of people. You're not. You're simply putting a value on something you've created. And that's a whole nother thing. You know, this idea that putting a, a monetary price on creativity, uh, it can feel a bit difficult and a bit challenging, but it's something people have been doing forever. It's it's just, it's a form of trade. Artisans and artists have asked for something in return for their art forever, and you are just the next in a very long and illustrious line of people who have done just that. So, you know, you need to look at your prices and be realistic about how much you need to be charging in order to, as we said yesterday, work out to to make the money you need to live the lifestyle you want to live, if this is going to be your full-time business, uh, you need to make sure your prices are high enough that they reflect the value of your work, because often we associate budget uh, prices with bad quality. So money is, you know, the price we put on things is not only about the practicalities, it's also about positioning, brand positioning in the marketplace. Um, you know, my jewellery is not the cheapest in my niche by any stretch of the imagination. I'm also not the most expensive. I'm kind of solidly in the middle upper level of things, especially on Etsy, where you get a lot of hobbyists who are selling, um, who sort of artificially drive the prices down in a way. Um, so, you know, you can't compete on that. You can't compete on that price differential but what you can do with your price is indicate a certain level of quality of your work and this is what happens in the wider world you know people will pay a lot more for something that has a certain brand on it because they associate that with some sort of um, quality or status right so you need to stop feeling guilty about charging money and charging enough money for your work and you know another thing to remember is as i said before if you're undercharging you're not only doing yourself a disservice you're actually doing the wider handmade community a disservice because if we're all undercharging nobody is going to be paid what we're worth nobody is getting paid what they should be paid because we put an artificial um undervaluing on our work so it, it can actually do the whole community disservice when we undercharge you cannot compete in this industry on price you're not a commodity um you're you're not a commodity you are a brand commodities compete on price people who don't care what they get as long as they get the cheapest one Um, we can't do that because there's always going to be someone who can sell cheaper than you always maybe even a lot cheaper than you Um, especially this is especially true if we live in one of the more wealthy world economies you know um, America or Canada or Australia or European countries because our dollar is worth a lot more than people in perhaps China or other Asian countries India or elsewhere where just because of economic forces the dollar is not worth as much so though people in those countries can afford to charge less because they live on less So that's something to take in in account as well is the currency issue. So you you can't compete when your cost of living is much higher in your country to the cost of living in another country that if they're charging what you're charging, their cost of living will be 
um, a lot higher potentially than uh, sorry their their um, what they get for their money is potentially much higher. So understanding those kind of world economic forces when you're selling online matter because you are competing against the whole world market. And this is something that always has confused me <laughs> when I see people talk about, oh, I don't want to sell on Etsy, the price is there, you know, I can't compete because everybody's charging too little. I'm going to sell on my own website. Well, when you walk off Etsy and sell on your own website, you're competing against the entire world. You're competing against people everywhere anyway. You can't escape competing against other people in your business, you know, as much as I absolutely believe in, you know, community over competition, at the end of the day, if somebody chooses you, they have chosen you over someone else. So you need to be working to create a product that people will choose, not because it's the cheapest, but because it best fulfills their needs in some way or another. So the question I want you to ask yourself today's action step is, am I getting paid enough for the work I put in? Am I getting paid enough for the work I put in? And do remember here that if you are looking to make this a full-time business, you can't just calculate the time it takes you to make an item, a product. That is a small part of the time you work. You do all this other work and you need to be compensated for that to a certain extent as well. So that needs to calculate into your pricing. So uh, a couple of resources for the resources, podcast episode 136, sort of on this, but expanded again, uh, why you need to stop feeling bad about charging money for your craft. This is a members only podcast episode, i.e. only members of the Thriver Circle get access to it. And also the, the workshop, the Thriver Circle workshop I mentioned earlier, pricing with the head and heart that's available to members as well, that goes into depth about um, the, 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 the calculations and then more about this sort of branding, uh, positioning or know pricing with the heart as I call it so remember action step am I getting paid enough for the work I put in and make sure if you're not already subscribed to the create and thrive email updates because you are getting a weekly summary in pdf printable format of all of the lessons and action steps uh, the title of the lesson and the action step in a one-page printable pdf so you can work through those at your own leisure so head on over to makingitpodcourse.com uh, pop your email in there and you'll get that each week thank you so much for listening to this lesson in the making it podcast and goodbye for now Thanks for joining me for the Making It podcast. If you're enjoying the show, I would love it if you would consider sharing it with your community on Facebook and Instagram. Remember to tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come over and say hello. And if you want to take your learning to the next level and join me and hundreds of other amazing makers for the daily course conversation, come on over and become a member of the Thriver Circle, my private membership community for makers, full of educational resources, workshops, courses, members-only podcasts, and regular live teaching events with me. I'm Jess Van Den, and I'll be back again tomorrow with your next lesson. Keep thriving, and goodbye for now.